98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Dano. Good morning, Dano. Tig, have you gone through with your seven-year-old? Have you done Build-A-Bear? Never done that. Know what it is, but no, he's never uh, asked for that, nor did I ever bring that to his attention. Well, I'm going to plant that seed for him. Don't do You're going to be stuck out there at Build-A-Bear. I didn't realize. This seems like work to me, though, because I'm looking at the website now. You go, you select your furry friend, whatever it may be, you know, turkey or bear, is whatever it, blank, it is. Is it blank, though? Does it have eyes and a mouth already? or? I mean, it's a character already. Okay. And then you have to then go. They have a whole page this is just on the website. Imagine there, it's even more going to be, you got to fight your kid to get them out of there because then you got to pick out its outfit, right? And then after that, oh, they start getting you. They start getting your, they got, you can get a heart-shaped heartbeat effect. So wait, so to back up here, you pay like the basic price for the bear or whatever. And then like everything else in life, when you buy something, they want to do all the add-ons and that's where they, they get you. They start what I like to say, nickel and dime in you. Okay. So maybe you play for, like, here, I'm just looking just for an example here, Great Gobbles Turkey. It's a turkey. And then you have to choose a blouse for it to wear. Okay. After that, you have the options of then, like I said, you can get a heart-shaped heartbeat effect. Which that, is where That's you, an add-on. Oh, Lord, yes. Yeah, All this, these are all add-ons. There's nothing. It's not free there. Um, so then you put a heart in it, and it's beating, which is a little uncomfortable to me. All these sounds. Also, Tig, if you really wanted to pay a little bit more, uh, you can get a cake put, I mean, a smell put on it, a scent. They call it sentiments. Like if you want to have a birthday cake scent put on the animal, that's like 4 or $5. They thought of everything. Yeah, and it's like, it's almost unfair to the parents because your kids are walking by the beating hearts and stuff. And they're like, oh, I want that. And you're like, no, 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 it's torture. I've heard that, uh, and they put all this, when you're having to wait there in line, they've got all this stuff lined up so that the kids are... Like an assembly line? Well, the kids are, like, having to wait in line a few minutes, and while they're there, they can browse all these different oh, scents. it's like, uh, it's exactly beats. what grocery stores do to you at the uh, checkout. So, you choose your furry friend. That's step one. Number two, you choose the clothes and the shoes, Tug. Because what would you do without shoes? Oh, brother. Then you choose the sounds. Then you choose the scents. Then you choose accessories. Whether it be a uh, like an wrist, wrist accessory. A hat. They know what they're doing over there at Build-A-Bear. I, I got one question for you. Mm-hmm. No offense to you. You can buy glasses for this thing. <laughs> He's got... Hey, Teddy Bear doesn't need glasses. Spectacles? Yeah, spectacles. What's the question? You're a single guy. Yeah? You don't have a son or a daughter. Right. Not married. Huh? What are you doing at Build-A-Bear.com? Don't know. <laughs> That's a reasonable answer. <laughs> 98.5 The Bull, 740. We got a three-night luxury stay for your pet, actually, with uh, Woodland West. And uh, that's a 740 all week. Very cool. Uh, Tyga, fortune has smiled on me yesterday. Well, I don't know if it has or not. Um, in my apartment complex, there's a, a area where you put things you'd like to throw away that are too big to throw down the trash suit. So, shoot, so sometimes there's... Uh, Furniture. Sometimes there's, you know, sometimes there's some pretty good stuff over there. I'll be honest. I'm yeah. not one who shies away from picking through the garbage. I used to live in an uh, apartment complex like yours. Pretty nice place. And when people moved out, they would leave junk down there. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't even that bad. All right. So uh, here's what I saw today. It was a hard, one of the hard Yeti coolers. I just looked at Yeti.com. The value of this thing, it wasn't a giant one. But it was one you carry, and it's the hard one. $300 for this bad boy. A $300 cooler. $300 cooler. Now, Why here's, would somebody discard that? I don't know. Perfectly fine on the outside. Here's the rub, though. Okay. And your little son, Mac, is here today. And, Mac, I might have a business proposition for you. Or Would you like to make some money? 
Yes or no, buddy? Yes. Okay. I have an extremely weak stomach. I did open the cooler, and inside it looked like they had taken the cooler to like a tailgate or something like that, and there's what I like to call a fester in there. There's some uh, unknown liquid and some liquor bottles, and there's some uh, slime, whatever the heck it is. Is there mold kind of stuff going on? I don't know. <laughs> it's disgusting. I have a very weak stomach, so I opened it. I looked at it about one second, closed it down real quick, and did the lid. It's awful. It's repugnant, whatever it is in there. I need somebody like your son, a young businessman, they can clean out that cooler for me, because I can't. I have a very weak stomach. And I, it could be vomit in there. I don't know what it is. Mac, how much would you charge me to clean out the Yeti cooler? Like an ice chest. Yeah, just name a price. Um, 20 bucks. You fool. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, I need to advise you. Twenty. He's going to make $300 off this. I'm not going to make anything off of it. I'm going to hold on to the cooler. Oh, I thought you were going to turn around and sell it on Tulsa. No, no, no. I'm going to keep it. I just, you know how I got that weak stomach. Yeah. You really do because um, this is a stupid story, but years ago there was a company that made like uh, a liquid that smelled so bad um, that you couldn't believe how bad the, it was like a stink bomb or something, but it was worse than anything I'd ever smelled. It's called liquid A. <laughs> Except the whole word, yeah, whole liquid thing. A. And this it, stuff smells worse than poop. It, worse. It, it really does. I mean, I was stunned. And so it comes out of an eyedropper kind of thing, like a visine. And you put one drop of this. Like, we used to go around putting it on people's microphones in their studio. And people would, like, be, like, couldn't even work. And, like, we got in trouble for it. Like, HR got involved and said, you can't do that at work and stuff. But Dana has such a weak stomach <laughs> that I think he got a whiff of this. And you were probably outside of five or ten feet of this. We were outside, and they sent us the box. I guess they wanted to talk about it. They wanted to talk about it on the radio. I opened it up, I smelled it, and immediately threw it up in the parking lot. <laughs> it goes out to the radio station parking lot, and it's barfing. <laughs> over this. So I have a real. You would not do well with a kid around, like changing diapers and stuff. Like you, I don't know what it is. You kind of get over all that, but um, I have a very bad like gag reflex. So, but your little son here's got those fresh nostrils. He's strong constitution. He'll clean out the. Uh, the, the fester, whatever's in there? Mac, you'll do that. For $20? For $20? It's too late now. You already agreed, so don't don't try to, like, back yeah, out of the deal. man can't uh, change his deal, but... Uh, do you not I, have a weak stomach, Tom? Uh, no, I, I got over it when I had a kid, man, changing diapers. Perfect. And then you can go out there. It's in the car. You can go out there and uh, dump it out for me. You just admitted you don't have a weak stomach. 100 bucks. Too late. Your son has already quoted a price. The Rogers family has oh, already quoted a price. Of, it's like an estate thing. Yeah, y'all are like Sanford and Son, except <laughs> Rogers and Son, and uh, you're like Fred, and he's like Lamont, and he just said $20. I don't think so. I feel the big one coming on, man. Oh, this might be the big one. I can't do it. Yeah, you told me uh, a while back that having an animal actually extends your life. I mean, it could actually be good for your health. Well, I in a say way. to everybody, to me, it improves your life by anywhere from 10 to 30%. It's uh, 98.5 The Bull. There's so many uh, loving rescue animals who are looking for homes heading into the Christmas holidays. So we continue with our 12 strays of Christmas. We've introduced you to uh, Yakina, Maxine, and Wallace. And today we'll introduce you to Patty. And we've teamed up with the Woodland West Animal Hospital and Pet Resort to highlight rescue dogs and cats that need a home heading into the holidays and also uh, courtesy of the Animal Rescue Foundation here in Tulsa. Daniel, would you like to introduce us to, uh, sorry, my son's here and he's touching his microphone. Would you like to introduce us to uh, Patty? Uh, yes, today's uh, kitty cat is Patty and you can see the bull Tulsa like Tig was saying. Just look at, uh, I think it's the fourth one down. One, two, three. Yeah, we've done four. Patty, and I've got a biography here about Patty. Okay. Uh, that I would like to read for you. Go ahead. 
Patty, born November 23rd, 1987, best known by her nickname Snooky, is an American reality television personality. She was known for being a cast member of the MTV reality show Jersey Shore and also starring in Snooky and Wow and Jersey Shore Family you, you, Vacation. Uh, you got the wrong Patty, buddy. Uh-oh. Oh, my gosh. You, I was reading, reading the wrong bio. I was reading from, yeah, from the Jersey Snooki. Shore. Yeah, my bad. Okay, can you tell us about Patty the Kitty Cat? Okay, I've got it straightened out now. Patty is a four-month-old female brown tabby that came to ARF through a TNR project with her sisters Laverne and Maxine. Patty is the most reserved of her sisters, but once she becomes familiar with her surroundings and people, she does come out of her shell. She loves playing with a jingle ball and trying to catch flies. i got to tell you right now, Tig, if I had a cat that tried to catch flies, I'd watch it all day long. That's fun. And, could you, uh, I mean, what, could you, you'd love it. So entertaining. Yeah, that's true. Patty's looking for a home, and uh, you can see all this at thebulltulsa.com. Uh, Mac, my son, is here, and since we do radio, you can't see Patty, but you can certainly do so at the, the, thebulltulsa.com. Mac, what would you say? What does Patty look like? If you had to describe Patty, you looked at Patty earlier, would you say, how would you describe Patty? She is like a grayish brown color. Mm hmm. She had like black stripes on her. Mm hmm. Does she look like she'd be, you know, cuddly or? She's very cuddly, it looks like. Mm -hmm. Haven't you been wanting a cat, Mac? Oh, yes. Uh, well, ages. I think would be a, ages he's been wanting one. I think it'd be a great time right now to make a case to your dad about why you should get a cat for Christmas. Just really speak from the heart. I. He wants you to tell me why we should get a cat. Because. It's like your number one thing you want in the whole world. I want a, one dog, which is including Ozzy, mm -hmm. what I have right now, and I want a cat. Why do you want a cat? Because they're so cuddly. And <laughs> and when I sleep in my bed, Ozzy's just in my mom's bed, and I want a you cuddly... Want somebody in there with you, a friend. Oh, I yeah. see. Do you feel like it's been like your dream to own a cat? Oh, yes. How long? Uh, I wanted a cat... Probably since I was three. Now you're seven, and it'd be you're, it'd just a dream come true, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, why don't you ask your dad right here, right now? Wait, I got, some, get a cat. I got something to say. This is like a courtroom, right? Yeah. You know, my, my wife and Matt come to me, and they want a dog. And I'm like, I'm not sure about this dog business. Like, we had a dog before, and I didn't know if I wanted another one and all that. And then I make a deal, like a social contract with the family. I say, all right, that's fine, but, Mac, you're going to be feeding the dog. You're going to be giving the dog water. And, uh, you know, who ends up doing it? You know, no offense, Mac, but who, who feeds the dog most of the time? Parents. <laughs> so, I mean, like I could say, like, okay, we'll get a cat, but you're going to be feeding that cat. And then and, he'll... And Ozzy's like a big giant St. Bernard, so feeding it is really difficult? No, he's like the size of a cat. In fact, this cat we're talking about, Patty, might be bigger than him. <laughs> so, yeah, y'all have a shizu, and you're complaining about feeding. The, what do you get to dip, dip a teaspoon of Alpo out every day? Also, with Patty, all you'd have to do is open up a can of Fancy Feast and pour it out. That's all you got to do. That's true. That's true. All right, so now's the time. Uh, your son, Mac, has begged you for a cat. Will you now be getting Patty for Mac for Christmas? I don't know, ma'am. We'll have to talk about this. Now the, he's, he's begging. He's putting up his two hands, you know, like to the, almost like for the blessing thing. That's he how bad he, your son is now begging you for this it's poor cat. It's unfair for you to do this. This is like a family meeting kind of thing in private, and you're you doing this on no the radio. You can just say no if you don't want. No. 
Because I don't want I don't want us to have Patty. We've I'm already sorry, got an buddy. animal. Now and, and, the tears and, are streaming down your young son's and face. Patty as he could uh, be uh, make somebody else's family very happy. Yeah. We've already got a right. pet, right? If you'd like to see your son over there crying into his Doritos, that's fine. <laughs> I say he's crying. He doesn't appear to care at all. But uh, Mac, Patty seems like a very very sweet kitten, right? And uh, you, you think uh, a good home would be great for Patty this holiday season, right, Mac? Yes. Okay. All right. So you heard it from Mac. Broadcast uh, genius. He's been telling y'all about y'all are about on the same level. I think he's actually overcome you a little bit at this point. Uh, we're at the bulltulsa.com. You can meet Patty and all the other 12 strays of Christmas at the bulltulsa.com right there on the front page. It's 985. Hey, yeah. That was we're ending the break. He'd like to speak. Yeah, go ahead. I gave you. A GMC, would you give me a cat? Oh, so he's trying to buy me a pickup truck is what he's trying to do. Oh, with, my gosh. To get what do you think your dad needs a pickup <laughs> truck for? Yeah, I don't work on a ranch. What do you think he need, what do you, what do you need a pickup truck for? To haul around his mannequins? <laughs> <laughs> earlier, earlier, I asked him if he, want, if he wanted a, a a truck, and he said, I, I do. I do, so there you go. All right. You're so. trying to talk your family into buying you a new truck? You want to even get them a cat, for God's no, sake? No, I want just a piece of garbage, you know, old thing that barely runs kind of truck. But uh, all right, well, we'll consider it. Fine, right, I'll give you. By the way, we're on the radio. Do you have to eat breakfast? <laughs> like, what well, yeah, well, I also have some things to say about that. He's eating Cool Ranch Doritos for breakfast. <laughs> Dad of the year here. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. you got Tig and you've got Daniel. Good morning, uh, Daniel. Tig, your son Mac is here today. And Mac, did I ever about tell you about the time me and your dad were walking down the street uh, here in Tulsa when we first moved here? We were walking down right out here past Guthrie Green, and we saw a dog out there, and the dog was, was licking himself. And, and it's like what? I know it's weird, but yeah, this dog's out there licking himself vigorously, and your dad looks at me and he goes, "Man, I wish I could do that." And I said, "Well, maybe if you pet him, he'll let you." What? Daniel, come on, man. What? <laughs> oh, a little, what? oh, I see you a little. Use, yeah, you could use that yeah. one at school. Don't 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 use that at school. What he'll never mean? remember it. School is so much different for kids, by the way, Daniel. What do you mean? Like, when I was a kid, I uh, I was able to intercept my report cards. Like, mm -hmm. If I knew I was getting a bad grade, do you think I wasn't in that mailbox every day before my parents got home? And I was so bad that if I got, like, a I don't know, just for example, a C in a class, I would Xerox my report card and cut out an A, tape it to the C, and then Xerox that, and then put that in the mailbox. I guess I went to school at Little House on the Prairie because they didn't mail the report card. You had to take the dang thing to them yourself. And get it signed and bring it back yeah. and all that? So not only did you have to uh, you receive the, the, you know, the punishment or whatever, your grades weren't great, you had to hand deliver it. Well, now, like, even though Mac, uh, what grade are you in, Mac? First. Okay, so even in first grade, they have an app for that. This is public school. And I know everything that's going on, like, every day. They'll even send me a picture about... Oh, you know, who was the class helper today and who did this and that? And and there's no way. I, I just feel sorry for kids that are trying to circumnavigate their parents finding out their actual grades because now it's just all electronic. I remember I used to, if there was a parent-teacher conference, you know you were in big trouble because one of the few times each year that you met with your teacher, now I guess there's email and, like you said, an app. And at any moment... You can just talk to the teacher, which would have been—I wouldn't have liked that too much. Hey, Mac. He doesn't up, know. He doesn't know any different, though, right? Sit up to the microphone, Mac, because we had a parent-teacher conference with his teacher, and um, 
And I told Mac that we were going to go meet with his teacher. And you got a little nervous. What were you nervous about? Were you nervous about me talking to your teacher? Why would you be nervous? He, he's still eating. Why, why would you be nervous? I think it's because. Just tell us. <laughs> go ahead. Hurry. Why would you be nervous? <laughs> See, he's obviously done something. You know, he's been getting in trouble and doesn't want to let you know. Now, That's certainly he doesn't think. want to talk about it on the radio. Mac, either. have you him. been in trouble at school and not told me about it? What is he taking the fifth? He's he's got no <laughs> poker face. All right. Well, now now you've let it out. You spilled the beans, Matt. Him and his but, uh, buddies get up there. So. But they still do the thing with the uh, remember the fortune teller thing where you folded the paper and you could have you ever shown him how to do that? The thing that you uh, you count one two three four and you open it. It's like who you'll marry. And- I don't know, Mac. Have you done that where you? Uh- it's like a little game you play, and it says you're going to live in a mansion, and you're going to have not a lot of money, but you're going to marry Samantha. Have you played that kind of game? No, like that, like that thing, where, where, um, where you open that, and 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 you like ask them what's your favorite color. Yeah, yeah, then, that exactly. And then you, and then you take down the color paper, and it shows you what you have to do, or like what you right yeah. do. Did y'all have that? Do you do that? Uh, no, not really. You haven't learned. Well, how, how do you know, know about it? Then, we right? never, because I saw it. Well, yeah, can't you make that time? Kids that watch Bluey, I I watch I watch Bluey all the time, okay. and I saw the Easter episode, and it had one of those in it. Do you ever uh, send notes? Do you write somebody a note and send it to them in the classroom secretly, where your teacher doesn't see it, and you send a note to one of your buddies or a girl in the class? N O. Okay. Oh, 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 oh. There's only seven. They're not writing notes yet. I don't think. What happens, Mac, if you do... Let me give them some advice. If they, if you Go do ahead. write a note and um, the teacher catches you, she's going to get it and then read it in front of the class. Also, there's going to be a time in your life, and I'm very serious about this, where you're outside on the playground, your buddies are going to try to get you to say a cuss word. If you say it, then somebody in the group is going to go telling you immediately. So don't, yeah, if they try to talk you into saying a cuss word, don't do it. Listen, then to the, they immediately run and tell. I picked up Mac from school, and Mac is here, and he did something. And I said, now, why did you do that? And he goes, well, I was dared to, so you, you have to accept a dare. And I said, you really don't. And why don't you tell everybody what you did, Mac, at school on a dare? Yeah, you better tell us. He's backed away from the microphone again. He tied his shoelaces to each shoe, and so when he came out of the car, he couldn't walk. And I said, well, why, why did you do that? And he goes, well, I had a dare, so I had to do it. I go, you don't have to do anything. In fact, if the dare is crazy, don't do it, you know? I want that to be a lesson for all kids. You don't have to take a dare. There's some rats out there, too, now. Because <laughs> when I was in second grade, they dared me to use the restroom out on the playground. <laughs> and I did, and then they immediately went and told on me. Yeah, I know. What? Don't ask me, buddy. I was a weirdo. <laughs> Don't be shocked. Yeah, they dared me to do it, then immediately went and told on me. Oh, that's a true story. That man. ain't right. So, uh, lesson learned, <laughs> Mac. Don't do every dare you get. Coming up, I, um, I invite you to listen because, Dana, we've got a three night luxury stay, not for you, but for your pets. Yes, Woodland West Pet Resort. It's a fantastic place. <laughs> All coming up in just moments, 740 on 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tyga and Dana. Five the Bull, today's hot country. Time now for the 98.5 The Bull fight up for grabs, which I think is a wonderful prize here, Tyga. This is the gift basket, which includes a uh, some dog stuff, a shampoo, a pedicure, a three-night stay in a luxury suite for the dogs or cat at Woodland West Pet Resort and Animal Hospital. Uh, 
on the phone with us today. Amy is on. No, yeah, Amy and then Ashley. Two ladies are going to be competing. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. Good morning. Now, let me tell you this. You ever been over to Woodland West Pet Resort? No. Oh, it's great. The luxury suites there are better than my apartment. Way better than Tig's creepy old house that he lives in. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> All right, I can tell these two are a barrel of monkeys already, Tig. By the way, they sat there in silence. This should be good. I'm going to give you guys some clues, and these are clues about famous dogs. And based on the clues, you will identify the very famous dog. Amy, you're up first. The clue, Mickey Mouse's dog. Pluto. Pluto is correct. Ashley, this is Charlie Brown's dog. Snoopy. Snoopy. Amy, this is Shaggy's dog. Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo. Ashley, this is Dorothy's dog. Toto. Toto. We're tied up, tied two to two. All right, up next, the clue. What did you say? Timmy's tapped in the old, trapped in the old well. Lassie. Lassie is correct. Ashley. This is the dog from Family Guy. Brian. Brian is correct. We are tied up three to three. Amy. This is very tough here. What breed is Snoopy? Beagle. He is a beagle. Ashley. What breed Mm -hmm. is Scooby-Doo? Great game. Tied up four to four. It all comes down to this, Tig. (laughs) Amy. He gets rabies, and sadly, Travis has to shoot him. Travis has to shoot him? I don't know this one. He gets rabies, and sadly, Travis has to shoot him. He gets rabies, and sadly, Travis has to shoot him. Yes, this um, little boy owner had to. Could the judges please uh, give us a buzz? Weird. Oh, my gosh. That was, do you know what it was, Todd? Old Yeller? Yeah, back when they, all children's movies were meant to rip our hearts out back in the yeah. day. Old Yeller. Ashley, if you get this one right, you have defeated Amy in the 98.5 The Bull Fight. This is the rabid dog of a Stephen King novel. Cujo. Cujo is correct. And with that, Ashley, you've gotten every single question right. And you've won today's 98.5 The Bull Fight. You've got that gift basket. Your dog will be staying in a three-night stay there day, a luxury suite with bath and a pedicure. Oh, boy. What's your dog's name? Bear. Bear. Look at that. Bear's going to be so excited. Going to have the time of his or her life over there. Yeah, sure will. Also. Oh, yeah, you did. She got every single one right. That hasn't happened in a long time. So, Ashley, whenever someone gets every single question right, I must get down on one knee and ask for your hand in marriage. (laughs) I better not. She laughed in your face. (laughs) That's laughing in your face. You know, it's enough to say no, but then to, to laugh in my face is really cruel. Oh, I'm sorry. Why not, though? (laughs) 
She, do, she doesn't have a reason. Like, she, there's no excuse. Oh, uh, her husband's probably sitting in the car now, just seething with anger. In any case, Ashley, you've won, and uh, you, you hope you guys have a great holiday, and I uh, hope your dog enjoys, Bear enjoys their stay at Woodland West Pet Resort. Great. Thank you, guys. You too. You're so welcome. And we're back tomorrow, same thing, 740 every day this week, right here on 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Good morning. That's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Hey. Remember, Daniel, that uh, we had a uh, Taylor Swift giveaway not too too many weeks ago, and a lady called and she won. And then you give them the opportunity a lot of times to give those tickets away to the, the person they beat on the radio. And there was a lady uh, called Teresa. And Teresa said, you know what? I know I won the contest, but give them to Kelsey. And people were touched by this, and people were calling the radio station uh, Kelsey like, was crying, then another lady called that made quilts, and she was crying. And then even, uh, like, the next week, remember, that guy called, and he was crying. And News on 6 went and found Kelsey and said, how does it feel to have uh, Taylor Swift tickets? And they found Teresa, who gave the tickets away. And she said, you know, I've been to concerts with my sister before. And I thought, you know, I've had a good memory with my sister, so why not give them to Kelsey so she can make a memory with her sister? And guess who is on the phone with us now? Who is it? Teresa, who gave her Taylor Swift tickets away. Hey, good morning, Teresa. Good morning. Uh, Teresa, how many people heard you that morning give away the tickets and uh, got in contact with you? Uh, I, several people did. They were like, are you crazy? Why did you give them away? <laughs> It was very cool. People heard had a good time. It was so shocking that even News on 6 did a story about Teresa. Tyke and I happened to be out of town for the holidays, so we weren't included in the story. But uh, they did a whole story on you. How many people saw you on News on 6? Quite a few people. I, I didn't figure anybody would see it because it was, it was just a little, it was, you know, a short little thing. But it, there was quite a few people that saw it. When I got to work, they were all watching it on TV. <laughs> <laughs> So how is the uh, how is the spotlight? It hasn't ruined your life being uh, super famous now, has it? No, <laughs> no. I actually came by to see you guys. I was pretty excited when she took me on the tour. Amy did. Mm -hmm. and, oh, oh, the uh, reporter at News but, on Six brought you to the building uh, yeah, to do a story. I see. She did. And uh, and so she said, "Hey, you want to go on a tour?" And so we went on a tour, and I came down to. I was wanting to see you guys, but you guys were already gone for the holiday, so. Well, sorry about that. Yeah, we wish we could have been in the story with you. That was a great story they did on News on Six. And I think that story was actually picked up by CBS all over the country. Yeah, they aired it uh, in different markets. That's true. You're kidding. Mm -mm. No. It was <laughs> you might not be able to go to Seattle either now. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. You know, there might be I've like, already been there once. <laughs> there might be some tiny country like in South Africa where you're like the biggest star in the world down there. You just never know. Yeah, you're on billboards. <laughs> you don't even know it. <laughs> billboards. That's okay. I kind of doubt it. Well, Teresa, uh, people were uh, sending us messages and calling the radio station and saying, like, that was uh, touching. And, I mean, people were like, man, maybe this will kind of encourage other people to pay it forward. I hope so. Did you hear that guy that called we the other day? He was good. he was crying. He was like, I'm going to cry. And then he, like, legit cried no. for two or three minutes. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't get over it. I did not. I did not. A lot of people and were I touched by it. I didn't get to actually meet Kelsey. Um, I, I got to see her, you know. and But she called me afterwards, and we talked for a while. We, oh, wow. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, it was nice. A budding friendship. Look at that. Yeah, well, listen, <laughs> if you missed anything, if you missed that guy crying, you can always go. Anything you miss, we have the Tiger Daniel Show replay. Uh, wherever you get your podcast, just look up Tiger Daniel. You can hear it there. T-I-G-E and Daniel, wherever you listen to your podcast. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. Ninety-eight-five, the bull tiger. I had a uh, a situation this morning. I get up very early in the morning. It's probably about uh, you know five fifteen. I'm walking through my apartment complex to go to my car. I round a corner, and there's an apartment door with the keys in it. These appear to be ladies' keys. Sometimes, you what know, do you mean, ladies' keys? They appear to be a ladies' key. Like thing. they had mace on it or something. They had like little frilly things. So <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. Man or woman's keys, whatever. There's keys in the door in the apartment complex. And I'm like, what should I do here? What did you do? What I did was nothing. But then I'm like, should I have. Is that a drunk person? They, they stumble out the bar. They get clue. inside. They forget the keys. Should I have knocked on the door? I don't know. That's a good question. Should I have opened the door and put the keys inside and shut the door? Or should I have done nothing? It's so early in the morning. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, 918-879-9898. You live in an apartment complex. You uh, pass the door. It's got the keys in it. The door is a little bit open. And what, you can kind of tell they're ladies' keys. And a lady key. Now, I'm wondering, like, if you're a lady, what would you want me to do? Just walk on by? Would you want me to knock on your door? I think the worst thing I could have done was to take the keys out, open the door, drop them in there. Yeah, what do you make? I mean, Daniel, there's nothing uh, nefarious going on. You were just trying to help a neighbor, but then you decided not to because... Because I didn't uh, know what to do. The uncomfort of what might be to come. Uh, 918-879-9898. If you got any insight for Daniel, I what he should have done. I want you to pretend like you were the person with the apartment with the keys left in the door. Mm-hmm. What I would you I, want me to I do? I probably would have appreciated you uh, taking the keys out, tossing them on the couch, and closing the door. Yeah, moron you think i'm gonna break into somebody's apartment break in a lady's calling now um yeah i wasn't ever gonna i'll get that's the way to get shot opening somebody's door hey it's tiger daniel who's this this is caitlin caitlin uh, are you a lady i am what would you want me to do if you uh, left your it's like very early in the morning you've left your keys in the door in the apartment complex what do you want me to do so i've done it before um and I actually had my under neighbor, like, below me. Hey, now. Like, when she walked, went out to walk her dog, she found it, and she actually put it underneath the mat, if there's a mat. Or she said she would have taken it to the office and put it in the drop box. Well, no mat. I didn't want to do that. That would have made you late for work had I taken these keys out of your door and then took them to the office. Ty suggests that I open your door, enter your apartment, and throw your keys on the couch. Well, I have dogs, so... Mm-hmm. I don't know the situation with that one. Would it recommend that one? Caitlin, why did you leave your keys on the door? Did you have too many tequilas? Uh, I, work. I was taking my dogs out, and I have, like, my work keys and my car keys on a different one and, like, my apartment door because we had just moved into an apartment in Tulsa. And, yeah. I don't get it. You You left your keys in the door on the way to work? Yeah, so I had just moved into this apartment. And so our apartment keys weren't put on our, like, our key rings just oh, yet. Okay, like so was I was going to say, how, how did you get your car started if you don't have your keys? Okay. 
two separate key rings, work keys and car keys, and then the apartment keys were on a whole different thing. <laughs> Ty, you're really delving into this key situation. <laughs> I just want to know what I should have done for this lady who left her keys. And now, now the apartment complex, it was in the hallway of the apartment, so it wasn't like it was just like um, It's not exterior. Exterior door. I see. Ooh. That's a whole different thing then. No, but it was the inside, so I, th I did the right thing by doing nothing, right? <laughs> I, I don't know if I would have just done nothing, but I definitely wouldn't have opened the door. All right. Well, where are you calling from, by the way? It sounds like you're in a gravel pit. <laughs> <laughs> I am calling from Friar. Uh, I know, but what's much. that beeping? <laughs> it is my car. <laughs> Okay, well. That she has the keys to. A crazy car, yeah. It's uh, 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Did Daniel do the right thing, the wrong three, the thing, thring, whatever. 918-879-9898, 918-879-9898. Good morning, Tulsa. It's 807. Ba -ba -ba. 810 at 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Good morning, Daniel. What's that That show with uh, John Keones that they do something called What Would You Do? And you always you wonder, like, uh -oh. Yeah, they'll put, like, a racist in a bar or something, and they see if anybody tries to shut them down, right. that kind of stuff, right? And I was wondering this morning because I was walking uh, out of my apartment complex to go to work, and there's some keys, what appeared to be ladies' keys, stuck in a door in an apartment on my floor. And I was like, uh-oh, am I on? What would you do? What I decided to do was nothing. Oh, I see. And I'm wondering if I made the right decision because I didn't want to. You don't want to enter a lady's I didn't apartment. I want to knock the door, scare them to death. Some people called up and suggested that I have taken the keys to the office. I think you get somebody like fired from work or at the very least late for work. Could you imagine if you just couldn't find your keys and somebody had. You would and never you live, think that I left them in the door and somebody took them to the office. You live over there on Riverside in Tulsa. Mm -hmm. And to be totally honest, there's a quite the cast of characters to hang out in that area if somebody got in the building it might be a little nerve-wracking for people yeah but also one one thing that i had to take into consideration is you have to have like a key fob and go through several doors in order to get to the floor of that apartment complex so i felt like whoever it was was relatively safe with the key oh, stuck see. in the doorknob so did he do the right thing hey good morning who's this no what's that so i was walking by that apartment it's very early in the morning interior door of the apartment complex keys left in it what should i have done i think you should have knocked on the door at least if you didn't get an answer maybe just like take them out toss them in lock the door and leave it that's what i would have done i would have cracked the door you wouldn't tossed, have had to yeah toss yeah them you wouldn't have had to enter the room really just like take them out of the door toss them in lock the door behind you that way no one else could get in because if it's a lady, you know, like some creep might come by and see them now and yeah, no, save their life. Have you ever seen a picture of Daniel like on the internet or something like that? I have. Does he come across as a creepy looking guy? I mean, would you want Daniel to toss the keys in your apartment? <laughs> well, I think. Dang, dude. I know. <laughs> Why don't you just straight up call me a goblin? Thank you. Get this lady off the phone. Oh, you're Maybe, a creeper. Maybe, like, no, like, just because, well, I mean, I only know his radio personality, but I would think that he is genuine enough that he would just, you know, toss the keys, lock the door, and walk away. But I on the on I, the record, on the record, he does look like a creeper. Uh... I mean, stop, stop with your hesitating. Just say She's no. Like, uh. I was worried if I did that through the keys in, a dog would go nuts. It's going to scare the person to death in there. Yeah. 
So I panicked. Well, maybe, but but they do need to be, even if it did scare them, at least they would know that their keys were in the door and you may have potentially saved a life. Did you hear that, Creeper? Good stuff for you. I heard. Thanks for the call, okay? <laughs> You're welcome. Have a good day, guys. I am. Bailey Zimmerman, it's 98.5 The Bull. Good morning. We're about 15 minutes away from uh, your chance to be at the Canes Ballroom, uh, legendary Canes Ballroom, at uh, 8.40 this morning. Hey, good morning, Daniel. Welcome into Did You See, where we take a look at what the heck's going on around the world right here in Tulsa, brought to you by iCare Associates of South Tulsa. What's up, Daniel? Uh, did you see this? Uh, Kirstie Alley tied, passed away yesterday after what her family described as a short battle with cancer. She was 71 years old, best known for playing Rebecca uh, how did the, what was her last name? How on Shears? Yeah, she was also in Star Trek II: The Wrath of Khan, Drop Dead Gorgeous, and the Look Who's Talking movies. I think you probably forgot about Look Who's Talking. That's where Bruce Willis voiced the uh, a baby. They did like three sequels to these. You don't remember this movie? I do remember that, and uh, I gotta say, and maybe I'm naive, but I had no idea she was in her seventies. You know, I read it, I was like, dang, and then I saw she was in her seventies. Uh, that was kind of surprising. 
Yeah, here's a, a classic scene of when Diane and Rebecca would finally meet on Cheers. I don't even know if you remember. Cheers was like the biggest show going at one point. And uh, they were having dinner with dates. Rebecca was with, was with Sam Malone and then lied about what she did for a living. So, Rebecca, tell us about yourself. Sam never mentioned what you do. I am a corporate attorney. <laughs> with the firm Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. That sounds familiar. Yeah, they're a pretty famous group. Listen, um... I, uh, I forgot the the whole basis of that show was basically everybody trying to get with Sam Malone, was it not? Like every, there was like a lot of tension in that show, uh, like romantic tension. Like were they gonna or were they not going to? And then when um, Kirstie Alley came along, she did the same kind of thing with mm -hmm. the bartender Sam Malone, right? Yeah, pretty good show. Great show. So Kirstie Alley passing away again at the age of seventy-one. Uh, Do you see this? A Michigan man dressed as the Grinch is being accused of assaulting a man in a reindeer costume during a work holiday party. Police walked into the altercation with the man dressed as the Grinch, punching the man in the reindeer costume. And uh, our Christmas party this year, we're having it okay. during the day, a lunchtime, because I think this company's learned, like, well, hey, it's probably best to just have a normal lunch Christmas party. No need to go all out, because for some reason... At the company Christmas party, people get the drunkest they've ever been. They sure do. And uh, I think corporations have learned a lesson because, Daniel, when we first started in radio, all our little radio holiday parties were at night at a bar. And I kid you not, there was always some kind of HR issue that followed that. Somebody said something to somebody or somebody, you know, embarrassed themselves. And I think companies got wise and said, you know, this is a liability. This is crazy. Let's have it at a salad bar at noon instead of at night at a bar. A salad bar at you know? noon. <laughs> like, that's a smart move, I would think. I got a survey tag also of uh, our biggest airline pet peeves. Uh, I want you to give me, uh, try to guess the top three. What do you think? Uh, uh, the top late three? aircraft. Wrong. Hmm. I'll just give you these. Number three, when people are rude to airport staff and flight attendants. Number two, line cutting. This includes people who try to cut in at check-ins and at the gate. And the number one thing that drives people crazy is when the person behind you kicks your seat. I got to say that uh, when you do get onto an airplane, outside of Southwest, you have assigned seating, right? Mm -hmm. You know, 12F or whatever. And everybody, like, runs up there all at once. And I go, getting in line first is going to help you none at all. That's number five, um, people who crowd the gate before it's time to board. I hate to admit, I'm one of the guys that stand up and uh, crowd the gate. Yeah, but unless you don't have assigned seating, you get no advantage by getting in line if you're 12F anyway. It doesn't matter if you're in the front of the line or in the back of the line, you're still 12F. I think what it boils down to is uh, this is a free country and I can stand wherever I okay, want, whenever I want. Doesn't and, mean you're uh, not annoying. I'm allowed to stand where I'd like. <laughs> okay. Why, what, what do you sit like back Sorry. at the end of the airport until your thing is called? No. Here's the thing about flying on an airplane that I, it blows my mind. I don't get it. They put the first class people on first, right? Like the, the rich people, they all get to get on as if that's an honor. To me, the honor is not having to sit in a bus longer than I have to. They should put the first class people on at the end because that's the honor that they didn't have to sit on there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Maybe a little round of applause. And also, I don't like Listen, it. Wouldn't that be nice if first class got on after everybody no, else and everybody in the back gave them a little like, yeah, hey, like, oh, you're rich. That's a good idea. And I, I can't tell you how many times I've been stopped from boarding the aircraft.
because the flight attendant will go, sir, can you wait a second? And they're bringing a wine to some rich guy. I'm like, you're going to stop the boarding to bring this rich guy a wine? That's crazy. Um, the reason I crowd the gate is I'm so afraid that I'm not going to have room for my carry up my luggage. Oh, well, that makes a little bit of sense now. Because you get back there and the thing above you is full and all that. So, uh, Number seven, pet peeve, Tig. Strangers who force you into small talk on the plane. Mm. You don't like that? <laughs> no, no. Well, you're a real pleasure to fly with, it sounds like. You don't like people standing up in line. You don't want to talk. I want it to be like I'm in solitary confinement. <laughs> That's basically the way you I want it to be fly. like a monastery. Nobody <laughs> speaks. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Mitchell Tenpenny there in time now for free Corey Kent tickets. Uh, you know, Corey is from Bixby. How about that? He's kind of getting a national footprint, for so good on him. And we get to see him at Kane's Ballroom. And with us today is Kristen, going to be playing for tickets. Good morning, Kristen. How are you feeling? Oh, boy. <laughs> hey, Kristen, how are you? Good. Kristen, you were trying to tell us something, but I had my headphones in. Somebody's birthday, you were telling me? What were you saying? Yes, it's my son's 13th birthday today. Is he uh, Is he in the car with you? Yes, he is. What's his name? Ryder. Ryder. And you guys are in the car. Could you do me a huge favor, uh, Kristen? Give me about five seconds of horn blow for Ryder and his birthday today. Really? Please. I'm at Walmart. It doesn't matter. Go ahead. Five seconds. Okay. People were staring. I know, yeah. but what I want is five no. seconds of full, continuous horn blow. I can't do it. Dude, no she, way. Uh, I'm too embarrassed. She now <laughs> has a teenager in her house. She's stressed, man. Oh. Don't do this to her. All right, well, yeah. maybe uh, you can take Ryder to this show. Uh, yeah. How about Ryder helps you with this contest? I'm going to give you the beginning of some Christmas song titles, and all you have to do, you and Ryder, just finish the Christmas song. Oh, gosh. Just the title, all right? Okay. We'll start with something easy. Uh, I saw mommy. What's the rest kissed of Dana last night? Excuse me. Is it the one I kissed kissed Dana last night? Or yeah, I'll give you that one. It's I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. Yeah. Up next, it's beginning to. Look a lot like Christmas. There you go. So you were worried that you and Ryder were going to have trouble with this, but you're not. Up next. Hark! Do you think park? No, no. Hark! H-A-R-K. Yes. Oh. Hark. The Herald Angels sing. There you go. Look at that. How many are we up to, Tig? That's three? Three. Uh, oh, little. Oh, little. Oh, little. Uh, do you know it? A little uh, town of, right? Yeah. A Bethlehem. Li- a little go. town of Bethlehem. <laughs> and one more here. It came. It came. Upon. Can I have another one? It came upon. A. I don't know it. Midnight. <laughs> it came upon a midnight. Is that the same word that we would describe today's weather? Or am I off? Dreary? You think it came upon a midnight dreary or foggy time? It's clear. It came upon a midnight clear? Yeah, I have never heard that song no, no, in my no, life. It's, it's, I came upon a midnight dreary. You think there's a name of a Christmas song, It Came Upon a Midnight Dreary? <laughs> yeah, isn't it? No. I mean, it's she even said right the now, word too. So. It came upon a midnight clear. You're wrong. 
How much you want to bet? Look it up How in much a book. you want to bet? You know why you, really, know that one. you looked that up in your gut, not a book? In my gut. Well, the, the bad news is you got that one wrong. The good news is you got four correct, so you uh, you are going to go to Kane's Ballroom. Yay! For that show. That's great news, isn't it, Daniel? Tig, yes. let me play this with you a couple of uh, questions here, Tig. Right. I'll be. I'll be. Give me some more words. That's all you get. Home for Christmas. There you see. Look at that. <laughs> Ty completely doesn't like Christmas. Up on. A rooftop? No. Up on the rooftop? Housetop. Oh. Up on the housetop. What's well, wrong with you, Ty? Why don't you have any Christmas spirit? <laughs> Sorry. I need more Christmas spirit so Santa's sleigh can fly. That's right. But you know what does work well with... With, with or without Christmas spirit is the delivery trucks at Snow's Furniture. You know they'll deliver you furniture. Did you know that, Kristen, at Snow's Furniture? Uh, uh, do you use furniture in your life, Kristen? Yes, lots of furniture. I have three kids. Oh, yeah. Of course, Snow's Furniture. A teenager in the house. Well, you know, at Snow's Furniture, they got the lowest prices in town, Daniel. So you can go to the places, just know, like, yeah, hey, you're paying a little bit more than you should. And uh, the crazy thing about Snow's Furniture is that may not sound like a big deal, but it is. Daniel went through this. Sometimes when you order something online, they got to, like, mail it to you, and you don't know when that's going to get there. Snow's Furniture, the couch or recliner or whatever you see today is the exact one you can take home today. How about that, Kristen? Pretty good, huh? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. You don't want to put together furniture, too, Ty. I, I hate when you order some stuff online and they send you the box of it and an Allen wrench. That Allen wrench. Whoever uh, invented what? that? Uh, no, thanks. No. It's I all put together. I want to keep my money here in the community. I don't like sending it off to those fat cats on Wall Street. Right. I get you, man. I feel you. And then when you're ready, when you pick out the couch you want or whatever for opening presents on Christmas morning, you go up and you go, oh, I'd like to pay for this now because you're a good person. You don't want to steal it. And they go, good, 12 months, 0% interest. So whatever you owe, there's no interest. So you got 12 months to give the money back. Locally owned since 1978, Snow's Furniture is online, in town, and on Facebook.